In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. It's Bud Pod 232. 232. That's nice. That's a nice little tune. That's what, I mean, that's what listening to a podcast really is at the end of the day. It's you going about your life and it's something for you to go. The boys are talking again. What do you think is the oddest thing someone's been doing while listening to this? Oh, burying a body. Yeah, I wonder statistically if any murderers listen to the only anti-murder podcast. Probably, as like... Keep track of the enemies. It'll probably be a, a thrill. Oh. To go, <laughs> Here I am, listening to the only anti-murder podcast. Lip. Doing the exact thing the boys don't want me to. Well, you can't control me, the boys. <laughs> you think it's like opposition research? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like the murder lobby is like, well, we got to keep track of what the anti-murder groups are doing. Like, I I heard, uh, I read a rumor once that um, there's always a couple of people sent to go join um, Republic from like Clarence House or, or to report back. Join the Republic. Well, Republic, the campaign group for uh, no monarchy. Oh. So, so Prince Charlie, there'll always be a few people reporting back on. What the Republicans are up to. The British Republicans, not the same as the Americans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Keep an eye on them. Do they really think they're enough of a threat? Well, why not keep an eye on them? I guess. What if they get a hold of some juicy intel? Hmm. Yeah, it's hard to think of any juicy intel about the royals that isn't full public knowledge at this point. How much juicier does it need to be? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. But, you know... What else are they going to do? Sit around in their puffy pants? Pop poopy pants pooping all over the place. Autumn is here, Phil. Have you begun yes, dreaming again? It's cold, Pierre. I didn't. Ha- I I was able to close all my bedroom windows last night. Oh, it was so good. Summer <laughs> is over and people are sad. That makes me happy, it makes me real glad Cause I hate the heat and I hate the light It's time to get nice and cold At night night. (laughs) (laughs) That's really nice, I like that Cause I hate the heat and I hate the light That's nice (laughs) I also like it cause it's such a horrible sentiment I hate the heat and I hate the light. It's the sort of thing I that... I hate the light the de- is really horrible. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the sort of thing like the, a moth or the devil would say. Yeah, or the murderer listening to this would say, I hate the light. <laughs> Just as he's packing his boot full of hacksaws and duct tape. Gonna hate the heat and I hate the poop to hate the light. Just as he's like counting his, his horrible murder tools. Um, or she. Or she. Very underrepresented in the murdering community, actually. Yeah. 
And it's their own fault. Come on, ladies. <laughs> um, Who to murder people? Girls. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, Phil. Yeah. I've been having weird dreams lately. Have you? Oh, yeah. Do you, remind me. Are you a, are you a dreamer? I think so. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, but there. Uh, um, actually, recently I've not been dreaming that much. A decline. I had a horrible in lockdown. It was really horrible because I think your life was so inactive that my dreams went into overdrive, and I was just yeah. dreaming about really mundane things. Just yeah. like, what if you put that thing in? Or actually, you put it in that part of the room. Yeah, you wake up and go. Oh, where, where where did I put that thing in the room? It's never it's never fun. It was just like really, like not being able to remember my password. Or I get these. I get frustration dreams. They're not exactly anxiety dreams. I think we've mentioned this before. I get frustration dreams where I'm supo- I need to get somewhere and the Google Maps just won't load, or I need to catch a connecting flight but I can't find the way through the airport. Oh yeah, Do and I- the flight the flight never leaves, but. It's always about just about to leave. That's um, I think that's such a comedian thing to to get like travel anxiety dreams because we're responsible for so much of our own travel and getting to our job. Yeah, I've often had it yeah. where like it's a big board of train departures, but like you're having to constantly like change and there's a new stop and the train gets cancelled and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that. Lately, I've been having very detailed dreams about specific objects that I own. Ah. Like my shorts or like a beard trimmer or like a, a, a spatula. Okay. What the fuck they, is that about? And are they like alive? Is a spatula dancing around like a Pixar character? It is the dullest, like, I dreamt that my, <laughs> I've got these like cloth, like they're not like sports shorts. They're like chino shorts, cloth, mm. cloth, Philip. And, um, <laughs> class, do you hear me, boy? And, um, I just dreamt that I somehow got like yellow mud on them. Oh, uh. you know, like that weird clay. Yeah. Yeah. That sticky clay. Yeah. Just that. That's the whole dream. That's a pretty, that's a pretty cool dream. Just looking at them and going, oh, how did this happen? But like, for at least ages, you're getting out and about in your dreams. At least you're getting some exercise. Yeah, but I don't remember the exercise. But clearly, I, 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 Lara crafted my way through some sort of fabulous. But, but these are actual boots. These are actually not. They're not made up new dream boots. They're the actual boots you have. Shorts. 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 Sorry, yeah. shorts. 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 If yeah, they were boots, at least shorts, I'd go. Oh yeah, adventure. Yeah, no, these are the actual ones I own. This is the thing. It's not fictional. Like the spatula is the red spatula that's in the drawer right now, or it better be. Um. <laughs> it's so boring and I wake up like bored like I'm waking up bored do you have an emotional tie to your things because uh, I was reading I've been reading a Fern Brady's great book about autism oh yeah and she talks book. She's, she, she talks about you know being young and watching documentaries about women particularly autistic women who form close emotional relationships with like trees or a roller coaster or like yeah. these inanimate objects yeah they and, fall in and, love with like the eiffel tower yeah uh, and fern remembers not feeling that that was that weird and she says that does she say it's it's an, a, an artistic trait to, to 
I think to have it, a connection to things. I think it can be, and I think I think the it, she makes the point that in the book, she makes the point in the book that um, the annoying thing is that the documentaries were very much like the sort of noughties documentaries where it's like footage of the person walking down the street and the music's like, like like look at this weirdo. Yeah, those this, Channel Five. Look at these fucking freaks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Britain's longest family, or whatever. Yeah, just put together by some Nathan Barley cunts working out and, of East London. But, but then, but then it reminded me of when I moved into my new place, and I was very—I wasn't very happy. I was quite depressed, and I felt very alone and anxious until I unpacked my kitchen appliances. Oh, I remember you saying the gang's all and, here. <laughs> and then and I took the kettle out and the toaster and the coffee maker. I was like, the gang's back together. And I felt so, I, mean, I felt so much better. I felt so less alone. I felt like I was with friends. And I, I said this on Adam Buxton's podcast, expecting some sympathy. And he just laughed at me. He said that he thought that was really weird. <laughs> yeah, especially it's especially because like, you think, oh, if anyone's going to give me sympathy with this thing I'm checking out here, it's going to be Buckles. Yeah, because he's got all his gadgets and things. Yeah, but clearly it's just mechanical for him. That's interesting. But I find it strange not not to form some kind of emotional connection to an to an appliance or an object that you um that you use every day, that you come to every day in the morning, and that nourishes you. I don't know. I find it very. I I I think I do. I sometimes get anxiety about leaving objects on their own because I'm I'm like. I was think, I almost think they're going to be lonely. I almost think like imagine I, if I was just left alone for 12 I used, hours. I used to get that all the time as a kid. Really? Yeah, with certain things I'd be like, but that's not fair. Yeah. It's not fair on the yeah. object. Yeah, I get anxious about leaving things on because it feels like I'm leaving them alone and um and conscious. Oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> like awake like a robot trapped in space. Yeah, like in the yeah, yeah, yeah. like in that aliens film where they've just left the android on this planet and he's gone mad. Yeah, like um, what's the Pixar one where is it? Wally, Wally, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, so yeah, and I I really personify things. I think yeah, I did that a lot as a kid. I remember feeling sad as a kid if I yeah, if you don't have the toys sort of together with each other, kind of thing. Definitely. I, I, I have to do the I have to do the Mary Kondo thing of saying goodbye to to something when I throw it away. I have to, uh, to say thank you. Really? Yeah, I have to say thank you to something. Thank out you. Loud. Thank you for your service. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I've 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 just replaced my wallet, and the wallet I've had is this tattered old leather thing, but I've had it for more than ten years now, and and I can't I can't throw it away because it's. Because we've been together for so long, <laughs> you know what I mean. And it feels, yeah. I feels, it feels traitor, treacherous to just throw something away after it's been with you that long. Did you have pets growing up? Yeah, but we didn't. Yeah, we did. Yeah, not not very close to the pets. A couple of cats we liked. I think it's easier if you had pets growing up, where it's like, you know, your hamster passes away, and that that gives you maybe more of a synaptic root forms in your mind for like the wallet to be like, well, time to go, old friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> time for the hamster to go in presumably the bin. If, yeah. If not the shoebox in the garden, then probably just the bin. 
Yeah, I need to let this wallet go. Oh, <laughs> but we've been through so much. We've been so so many places. We've been all we've been all around the world. Yeah. I've been to more places with this wallet than any girlfriend, any partner, any friend, any relative. I, you know, this wallet has been with me more than anyone. I think that this would be. And a I'm just gonna throw it in the bin. This would be. <laughs> this would be such a perfect se- series of sentences to be redubbed by the guy who does the voice for Mr. Krabs. <laughs> <laughs> Why, this wallet's been with me all the way. <laughs> uh, I should frame it, yeah. It's the kind of thing that he'd frame, like his first wallet. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like a sort of insane businessman in his like uh, succession-style skyscraper office has just got this tattered old wallet on the wall. And there's a scene yeah, where... There's a scene where the really like upstarty, slightly like ignorant, but very talented new young guys. Then he's like, "What's, oh, what's this? What's all? What's this old tatty thing?" And then the, you're there with like silver hair, like with your hands clasped behind your back, looking over New York, and you say, "Oh, that's just, just an old wallet." That that's an old friend. <laughs> Something I couldn't let go. <laughs> What um, is there? Never been an object that you've just thought. Can, can maybe you could could you reframe it as you have failed me? <laughs> well, I mean, like I finished a tube of moisturizer, yeah. and I was throwing that away, and I, I was my instinct was to say good thank you to that, and I went no, I, I need to draw the line <laughs> at like containers of paste. <laughs> just some paste. <laughs> Yes, that's a good question, actually. What defines an object that, that is w- worthy of the level? Because a tube of paste is too simplistic, whereas a wallet, it's leather, it's stitched, it's got little flaps and pockets. Yeah, I think it's more to do with like the amount of time we've spent together. Um, I think something that is intended for single use, I would never say goodbye to or never say thank you for. As you put it in the bin, you say, you knew what this was. <laughs> you knew this day would come. Yeah. It's what you were made for. <laughs> <laughs> you were born for the bin. <laughs> and you just spike it into the fucking bin. Born for the bin. <laughs> that's be a great tattoo. We are born for... That's like if I was a leader of like a, a, a cult of post-apocalyptic sort of inner city raiders. Yeah, that, yeah. Like that... that, that, that old batman has to defeat like batman in the 70s yes 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 and, yes post nuclear one batman. of our like underground raves i, I get up and everyone's and i'm like brothers and sisters we were born for the bin <laughs> and they all go and you see that like as they cheer people have got like born for the bin like tattooed on their fucking lips and like in on their yeah, eyelids yeah, yeah. you know and they're wearing like leather things, like leather th- straps all over their head. You're like, what? What do the straps even do? There's all leather and spikes and stuff. Yeah, we're a barn for the bin. They've also they've got two little yellow loops of leather off their shoulders, like bin bags. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> so they can be lifted up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and one gets selected by by a, a sort of claw picking me- mechanism. They've come to worship as a god. Yes. And who, who, who is for the bin tonight? And everyone's like, yeah, they hope it's them, even though it means they're dead. They're like, ah. And then this claw comes, and then grabs, picks one and grabs them by the handles on their shoulder. 
Yeah, yeah. And to the bin, brother! And this, like, the one who's been pictured like, yes, yes! Yes, and he's and like... drops him into it, As you watch it, it happened to him. The bit that would be freaky is that he's, like, crying with happiness. Yes, yeah, exactly. And exactly. everyone else is so jealous and cheering and stuff. And, like, his, his mother's, like, crying with pride and, like, his children... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is great. So happy. I'd love to watch this later. His, his children are crying because they don't understand it yet, but the mum is like Yeah, the mum's like That's no, your father. It's good. <laughs> you shall receive extra oats this day. For Papa has gone to the pin. <laughs> One day you'll be proud of today, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, love that shit, man. And I love I love a post-apocalyptic thing where a weird thing has become religion. Oh, uh, it's so good! It's always it's so, so good. Great. I love it. I mean, yeah the the peak is the peak is uh Fury Road. Mad yeah, Max Fury Road. What a lovely day! Yeah, and just worship worshiping petrol and worshiping. Oh, so good! And to be I love it. shiny and chrome. Oh, it's so good! I uh, it's the best. Yeah, and as um. Batman is helping someone and they duck down behind a bin and he says, what is it? And they say, bin born. <laughs> the bin born. The bin born. <laughs> the what? I'll explain later. We got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, and they'd have all yeah. rus- rustly bin bag clothes because they're the only things that haven't decayed. Ah. Yeah. Yes. yes. That's good stuff. It's great. This stuff... You know, it, if we lived in America, we'd be given Diet Coke and drugs and just left in a room. And ho- Hollywood studios would just <laughs> harvest this stuff. Just caffeine. Not right now, of course, Pierre, because we stand, we stand with the strikes. Yes, yeah, sorry. None of that was writing. We stand with SAG. This is all riffing, baby. No prep. <laughs> Let us know when there's a riff strike on. Even as people who have who are not writing a show in America and live in the UK, we we stand with the yeah. strike. Yeah, we arbitrarily stand with a strike that has nothing to do with this. I we also stand with the strike of Cambodian railway workers, <laughs> or whatever else. Um, although to be fair, Phil, because we're so completely culturally entwined and colonized, loads of projects that we know about that are going to be like UK projects as well, are also stuck because they had like two American staff members. Or they're co-productions or something. Or they're co-pros. For the listener, the UK has no money for anything, so we have to let the Americans pay for things so they can put them on Hulu and not watch them. The Hollywood strike is a bit like the lockdown in in that part of me is like, oh, thank God, a chance to catch up on stuff. Yeah, true. I think every, okay, maybe this should be a, a spicy take for the bonus pod, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let Whoa. everyone have a treat. This main, is my spicy take. Main pod spice. Open your mouths, everyone. There's some spicy. I think, prawn I think coming. all TV should go. All TV and movies should go on strike like for six months every two years. Yeah. Just so everyone can catch up, or maybe just just try for just stop for a year. It's too much at this point. I I need to I need time to watch this. They, they go on strike and they just see what they can get that's different from the previous deal. And in that time, the public catch up and hopefully get bored. People aren't get bored, bored enough. enough so that there's an appetite for new stuff. Yeah, and so they're actually enthusiastic about stuff instead of just like, bruh, bruh, more, like these kind of <laughs> media-hungry goblins. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh man, I would love some sort of social media strike. Uh, oh, that'd be fantastic. Can you imagine? We're not going to post on Instagram until everyone on Instagram gets a tiny reflective percentage of the Instagram money because we are working for Instagram. We are creating all... I mean, every time I post a reel on Instagram, I'm like, uh, you're welcome, I guess, Instagram. <laughs> you're some of that free content you implied you wanted without ever explicitly saying so, but yeah. definitely how you exist. I um I do kind of think that. Like I remember back... When you and I were young, new, hot, hot, new, young comedians, uh, and this is like 2014, maybe, back when you could get I'm a lot new. of... I'm still a rising star, Pierre. I'm still a hotly tipped rising star. Ah, oh, I, I, I still remember your, your routine. Boiling hot tips. So hot. <laughs> hotly tipped. <laughs> hotly Man, tipped. Man, I don't, I, don't I, don't, I don't miss those days of having to... Say pretend you were hotly tipped, or say thing, or that you were highly. What was the other bit? You were highly anticipated. One to I think watch. I had a bit about that. Who's anticipating? Who sat there yeah. just anticipating? Oh, oh here it comes. <laughs> He's gonna do. It. Yeah, I am a hotly tipped rising star. Pierre, still, still, I am. Well, back when we were hotly tipped rising stars with anticipated dawning routines. Hmm. You could get quite a good amount of traction by writing jokes on Twitter. And even back then, when it was just writing stupid one-liners about nothing, I still just thought, well, fucking pay. Why am I working for free? I hate working for free. I know. And it's the main but reason that like my it. career is so in the bin. It's as in, it could be so much less in the bin, Phil, if I could just work for free all the time on social media, constantly making little videos, and I can't do it. Yeah, I guess it's a different economy. You, you work for free... A point of use, as it were, to use mm. an NHS uh, uh, analogy, and then you make the money later on because they ask you to be in. People ask you to be in things, maybe. I hate that. I hate the idea of someone referring to social media as free at the point of use. <laughs> but it is. I know, but it's so gross. It's like we need it medically. Horrible. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, oh yeah. man, that would be good. I'd like a strike like that. It's weird that you can't. You are there any like British movie writers who just are like, well, fuck it, I'll do it. Like American writers make so much more money than we do. Why does are there no British writers just going like, well, I've got a movie idea, I'll be a scab. Not that I'm recommending it, but right, right. How, why doesn't so intertwined? Why doesn't that happen? It's the same language. It's often the same market. Hmm. Good idea, Pierre. Good idea. Make a little phone You're call. Me idea. Um, do you know people on strike? You've been to the states a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. All, all my American comedy friends and acquaintances are on strike, of course. Uh, they seem to, yeah. They, I think all you can do now is do sort of live shows. So everyone's just doing loads of improv shows and stand-up shows and. Someone and friends doing stand-up at the old hickory plant in downtown Skolbachuan <laughs> in, in Supremo County. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Supremo Very County American. is great. <laughs> I'd love to live in Supremo. <laughs> you live in Supremo now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's moved yeah. out to Supremo, so we don't hang out much anymore. <laughs> 
What um, well, what I I don't I don't know if I was in America in those clubs I would like that. I think I would be. Uh, some of us, Phil, were doing podcasts before the global pandemic, and then a few other people, like Rob Brydon, got paid by some production company out of boredom to make their own. And you know what? It's not for you. Not for you. Stay away. Not fair. I think if you can host, would I lie to you, you don't need a podcast where you interview Will Ferrell, however charmingly you may do it. That's impressive. Did he... Rob Brydon interview Will Ferrell? Yeah, on his podcast, because Will Ferrell was, you'll never guess what, also stuck at home. Yeah. That's the amazing thing. You realize these people are successful and famous because they just have to keep doing it. Even though they're multimillionaires and the world is locked down, they're like, I still need people to hear me and hear me talk and know what I think. <laughs> they must know. Do you have that terrible, deep hunger in you, Philippe? Not anymore, no. <laughs> I, I, when I started, yes. Now I'm like, everyone leave me alone. And lock my door and play, play Switch. Switch. It's so funny to me, that transformation. Really? The transformation really? is funny inherently from, from a hotly tipped rising star, and then going, ah, okay, shut up. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Party's over. It's basically, I'm at the point of my career where in uh, Batman Begins, um, <laughs> Bruce Wayne goes, all right, everyone, get out. Of the, and he's had the party at the time. Oh, and everyone thinks he's yeah. joking. And he's like, I'm not kidding. Get out, you, you, you money-grubbing, lying, smiling through your fake teeth. And people are like, I'm not joking. Get out. And then people realize. That yeah, yeah, want, yeah. He actually wants them to leave. That's you. That's to, me. I'm, I'm Bruce Wayne at that point. That's you to, you to your own laughing crowd. <laughs> All right, get out. <laughs> Speaking of my my laughing crowd, um, uh, I've done I've started them at all. Aldershot, Aylesbury. I started working my way alphabetically through the towns of, of England. Yeah, how was it? Great, man. Really good, good people. Fun times. Um, and I'm up north this week. Warrington, York, Buxton, <gasps> Buxton, fresh water, spa town, delicious water. So if you're around there, come, come see my show. Come, come see my comedy laughter show. <laughs> um, I my tour starts as you're listening to this tomorrow, Thursday, the twenty first. Oh, exciting! I'm off to. Let's have a look. I'm pretty sure Thursday. Yeah, Thursday is Oxford. Oxford University, uh, yeah, Oxford Glee, and then Friday is Brighton. Wait, so is this your first tour? My first ever tour. This is your first ever tour. So today is your last day as um, a tour-free man. Yeah, my you last be on day a stag being do or something. You my last day stag. being hotly tipped. Yeah, and highly anticipated. Now the tip is the tip is hot and it's been sunk into. Hmm, what are these tips meant to be for? Well, you think it's like a sword, like the hot tip is plunged into an ice bucket. and All right, I guess hotly tip means like, here's a good tip. Yeah, as opposed to the bell end. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sort of boiling hot, uh, cherry red. Well, regardless, you're, yeah, you're, you're, your foreskin is white hot. Were you thinking of it as the foreskin? I was thinking of very much the helmet. 
Oh, the helmet. Okay, yeah, yeah. Your helmet is white hot. The 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 air above it is sort of wavy. Wiggly is making the light wiggly. <laughs> I was picturing it as like a white <laughs> white hot sort of bell, and then it's like revealed, you know, like Gandalf's fucking staff starting to glow white, <laughs> like that. Yes, exactly. So. So it's Thursday, uh, Oxford, Friday, Brighton, Saturday, Cambridge, and then next week it continues. Birmingham, Birmingham, double Birmingham, double wow. Bristol on Saturday, Exeter. It's all kicking off. And if you're in London, the last chance you have in God's green earth to get this show. It's my old show and never doing it again. It's the 23rd at Leicester Square Theatre. That's the last one. I'm like Ringo Starr. I, uh, if anyone tries to come see the show after this, it will be tossed. Peace and love. I am warning you with peace and love to come <laughs> see this show. There'll be no more doing the show after this. 23rd. After this, P- Pierre's going to pick up this show in his hands and he's going to say thank you and he's going to throw it in the bin. <laughs> I'm going to take the show and put it with all the other shows so it's not lonely. In a little room. <laughs> Uh, yeah, exactly. So come come see us on tour. Uh, la, 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 la. Is there anything else, Philippou? Is there anything else? We could do some correspondence. Yes, but no plugs? No more plugs for you? No, th- th- those are all the plugs for me for now. But there will be more plugs. I'm full of plugs. I'm plugged. Oh. I'm plugged up with plugs. Oh. On Instagram, some fine, fine person is doing a no-context bud pod. Oh yes, of course. I do, we don't know who it is, but they're very. We don't know who it is, but it's very high quality, no content, and it's a very high quality, no context account. Yeah. Um, and this person is taking up, taking out quotes from episodes of Bud Pod and putting like perfect images behind them. And they take submissions. So if you have any no context Bud Pod things make you laugh, whatever it is, uh, tell them, and they'll sort of Photoshop it onto a beautiful and and highly relevant image. Yeah, so follow No stuff. Context Bud Pod on Instagram. Follow it on Instagram. And f- you know what? Follow all of us on Instagram. God bless us, everyone. Everyone. All right, let's do some correspondence. Ding, ding, ding. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
Ring letters, emails, 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 Ding, da, da, ding. Sing, sing, sing. We got a message from Ellen. Ellen. Ellen, it is heaven to hear from you. Mm. Hello, PNP. Hello. Partial as I am to discovering things several years after the cool people have, I have just started listening to the pod. Yep, coolest people around listen to this pod. Yep. Only the coolest, hippiest, hippers, hipter, hipters listen to this pod. Only the most toilet humory, semi to fully autistic, anti murder, pro nuclear cool people yes. listen to this pod. The finest people around. Yeah. I am up to episode 100, and I'd rather not think about the speed with which I have achieved this shameful centenary. <laughs> mm. This shameful centenary is a great title or something. I did. I thought exactly the same thing. This shameful centenary. It sounds like it sounds like a, a best-selling history book or economics book or something. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, it's covered in the FT and the LRB. Have you heard? Yeah. It's a new. It's called the shameful centenary. It's the hundred-year anniversary of. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Pretty good. Yeah. Shameful centenary. <clears throat> If you're listening, you can have it. Just credit the podcast in your little intro. I have some tat for you. The likelihood is now that you've moved on from such matters, but here we are. Rongo! <laughs> You'd have thought so. I didn't even realize we did start a tat as early as 100. But I guess we, <laughs> well, I guess this, we were. I think we... we you know, Have you ever heard the phrase the long 20th century or the long 7th century or the... No, I only know the phrase, the shameful centenary. Yes, yes. <laughs> so the historians uh, use it when, when there's a particular uh, period that is sort of only 100 years or, 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 or close to it, but the, the, it's sort of emblematic of, of enormous uh, uh, patterns. Like if a historical pattern or, or social change actually covers like 1788 to 1914, they call that a long cent um, century. Yeah, or like if just loads of stuff happened in a particular century, they might call it the long 18th century. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, sure. Because there's so much stuff happened in there that you kind of can't believe that that much happened in it. But often that the period is also like a couple of years more either side. It feels like centuries have gotten longer and longer. Yeah, yeah. In that, ten in that sense. Definitely. Way more stuff happens all the time. Um. I think we have that with the first 50 episodes of Bud Pod up until the pandemic, up till 53. Gosh, it's mad. I didn't realize the pandemic was that early on in Bud Pod's life. That's how early on it it's was. Yeah, I guess. Isn't that yeah. insane? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well. So it's hard to remember these things. So, uh, Ellen continues, if you open your BBC iPlayer, search for Wales's Home of the Year. Okay, <laughs> as in the Wales, the country, not 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 like where humpback whales like to. <laughs> We're just it's the Atlantic <laughs> again. <laughs> Tune in next time for <laughs> Wales, home of the year. Um, yeah, Wales, the country. Select episode five and skip to thirteen minutes and nine seconds in, and you will be rewarded handsomely for your efforts. Hmm. 
The charming home, this charming home, in question is an absolute assault of tat, albeit artistically arranged. <laughs> Pausing and zooming in reveals the following gems. Oh, great. Okay, so let's see if you can whisper these. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm going to say them in a Welsh accent because it's Wales home of the year. Yeah, go for it. Also, thank you, whoever, I can't, I can't find you right now, but someone on Instagram age, from ages ago, from maybe during the, the fringe pods, messaged me saying that my, my uh, enunciation of Gwynedd was uh, perfect. Oh, wow, look at that. And I'd just like to say, shemai to all the Welsh people listening, and apologies for this voice I'm about to do. So let's see if you can whisper these Welsh tats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wine improves with age. I blank with blank. I improve with wine. Oh, yeah. He's only gone and guessed it. Absolutely. Maybe for this right. one, instead of the didgeridoo, should be a, um, a, a, whale, a Welsh male voice choir. Yeah, yeah. Bread of, oh, <laughs> bread of heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Land of men, men of Harlech, yeah. It's not a hangover. It's blank, blank. Oh, it's not a hangover. I'm telling you it's not a hangover. It's blank, blank. It's thinking time. (laughs) (laughs) That's a nice euphemism for it, but it's not correct. It's not a hangover. It's happiness payment. Oh, no, that's that's good. That's the J is it who said that? JK Chesterton or someone? Oh, I don't know. That's a that's from some Edwardian wit. Ah. It's simply happiness borrowed from tomorrow. He <laughs> he, you know. Ah, right. Um it's oh, it's not it's not a hangover. It's Daddy's special day. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna have to tap out. It'd be so funny if I saw if you were hungover lying down saying that. I can't believe you're hungover. It's not a hangover. Can you give me one word? Give me. It's give me Daddy's me. special day. <laughs> give me one word. See if I can get. It's at least not one. a hangover. It's wine. Blank. Oh, it's not a hangover. It's. Wine reflection. <laughs> oh, no, no, this is not too hard. Okay, it's not a hangover. It's wine flu. Wine flu. I've heard of wine yeah. flu as well. Well, because yeah. my, my instinct with it's not a hangover was that they would try to make it sound good. It's like, oh, it's not bad. It's actually good. It's, it's not in forced downtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay. It's, you know, it's constructive reflection day or something. <laughs> it's reflection of a kind, yeah. If you are what you eat, then I am blank, blank, and blank. Then I am sausages, fat, and <laughs> roots. <laughs> I would love to see that on a wall. <laughs> if you are like all like burned into a piece of driftwood if you are what you eat then i'm sausages fat and fruit 
on a root. A root. I think he said yeah. fruit. Either fruit, way. So you can also fruit. Sausages, fat, and, and roots. I'd read that go, eh? eh? <laughs> I'd, call, I'd call you back into the kitchen. I'd be like, Phil, <laughs> what does this mean? Uh, and you'd be like, yeah, what? That's true. If you're what you eat, I am uh, gravy, mash, and pussy. No, no, no. I don't think it would be that. I don't think it'd be that cheeky. What a what an incredibly sort of uh, banterous northern man would have that on his wall. Yeah. Um, you, you've got to think more conceptual. There's no food items on this at all. It's descriptions of food. Oh. The, oh, then I am fried? No, you're too literal. You're being too literal. You're obviously oh. hungry. Descriptions of food. Conceptual descriptions of food. Oh, then I am delicious? Sweet? Uh, sweet is more the sort of thing, that, the stuff that can also apply to a person, we're saying. Yeah. It's, it's so puns, I'm... Phil. It's puns. Oh, gosh. What kind I'm of puns? Spicy? No. Sweet? Salty? No. You're too, that's too literal. Bitter? Too literal. Yeah, we're getting better. Getting better. Oh. Ooh, I am tasty. I am. You're going to. You're thinking with your tongue. Oh, God. Think of my tongue. No. I'm none, nourishing. None of it's to do with tongue. None of it's to do with. <laughs> you got, like, no one, none of it's to do with tongue, boy. No one. <laughs> nothing to do with tongue. Yeah, no one. No one saucily describes themselves as high in potassium. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm saying, like, sweet. Yeah, but you're getting closer with that, but it's even one level beyond that. Then, um, uh, yeah, if you are what you eat, then I am... <laughs> Juicy, creamy. <laughs> I am a big splat on a plate. I'm boiled. <laughs> I'm boiled. <laughs> Do you want a clue? Uh, yeah. If you are what you eat, then I'm fast, blank, and blank. Fast? Yeah. If you are what you eat, then I am fast, junk, Yeah. and then I am... F oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, I see, I see, I see what you're saying. Then I am... <sighs> then I am fast, <laughs> lean... And uh, drunk, because <laughs> drunken, because you can drunken chicken, but that's like Chinese. Oh, I give up. I give up. I can't do it. If you are what you eat, then I am fast, easy, and cheap. Mm. Yeah. Okay. It's I to do with shagging. Mm, it's a bit too abstracted. Okay. You are right. I was too literal. I was too much into the food. You were going on about mouthfeel and stuff, sweetness and crunchiness. <laughs> Okay, what about this? I keep losing weight, but it keeps... Finding me. Yeah, of heaven. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> and this one isn't really a, a, a phrase or a tat, but it's just uh, maybe a, a, a quite progressive. Real men, blank, blank. Real men bake bread. Close. You got exactly along the right lines, but more, less fun than baking bread. More boring and horrible. Oh, real men clean dishes. Yes. Is it? Ooh, bread bread wash dishes. Of yeah. Heaven, bread of 
It's funny, isn't it, that you would say, would you say clean the dishes or wash the dishes? Wash the dishes. Clean the dishes. Because it's a thing where you go, I'm just going to... dishwasher. I'm just going to go clean my teeth, but you wouldn't say I'm going to go wash my teeth. But I clean my teeth is weird. It's, I think I had a girlfriend who said clean clean my teeth, and I thought that was... Oh, it's British. It's quite British. Is it? I think so, yeah. Oh. Clean my teeth. Clean your teeth. I would. I grew Ooh. up saying brush. Yeah, I said I grew up saying brush. The trouble with saying wash your teeth is that it's too soapy and 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 it's no scrubby. Yeah, it feels like you're putting your teeth in like a a, a tub and you're going shh, 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 shh. or just sort of sluicing them. I think with washing, just whoosh. Right, putting them in a colander and just running them under the tap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like big broccoli heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and then putting them back in would that be good if you could just pluck your teeth out put them in the washing machine and oh, pop them back in dun, 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 dun. that would be so good you'd never have another problem again I mean absolutely horrifying for the time when you don't have any teeth in your mouth yeah that's that's. Uh, what would you do in that time eat porridge um, <laughs> close all the blinds make sure no one sees you visits you oh visits no you know it would be good a salero a Solero. A Solero or like a Calypso, like an ice lolly, like a, a frozen... Would that be horrible having the ice right up against your gums, though? But like, yeah. I think it would be soothing. Hmm. You go, hmm. Like when you lose it, when you lost a tooth when you were a kid. or. Yeah, it was nice to tongue... I was going to say tongue the hole. <laughs> so horrible. But it was tongue... nice to tongue the hole. <laughs> it was good to tongue the hole, the tooth hole. It was, it was nice to tongue the hole. It was it was nice to tongue the tooth hole, and you could go uh, in the tooth hole, and then it was so slowly, but the the new tooth would emerge like a horrible. Uh, yeah, being a child was awful. Being a child was metal. It was really fucking metal. Yeah, yes, you'd get a loose tooth, and you go and you get you just go doink, pull it you out, pull it out, and like like pull out your tooth and tongue the hole it's like lyrics from a death metal album. <laughs> horrible tongue the hole is a, tongue the hole is the name of a track that um ed gamble would listen to <laughs> you'd be like have you listened to tongue the hole by child teeth child teeth Ooh. <laughs> i bet that's a band hello ed if you're listening i know you do listen sometimes i hope you can find us a, a band called child teeth um but Ellen says, but really it's the breadth and the scale of the tat that deserves to be seen. Absolutely splendid stuff. Goodbye. How has a home like that ended up on like greatest homes? Uh, producer with a sense of humor, one of those. Maybe the producer's a pod bud. Maybe the producer is a pod bud. Um, mm. Maybe. We've, we're out of time for the die. We're out of time. We're out of time. Um, Thank you, Ellen. That was some great Welsh tat. That was very good. That was nice. And and very specific iPlayer recommendation as well. Yes, giving this exact time code. Yeah. Well, now it's time to go to the exclusive Welsh cottage of the of the Patreon. <laughs> oh, no. <Okay>. <laughs> uh, yes, come to the Welsh cottage for spice. Some spicy rabbit. Yeah, some lovely uh, leeks. Did I tell you when I first moved to the UK and we were in Bath and we went to somewhere to have a lunch and looked at the menu and it said Welsh rabbit. 
which I thought was rabbit. I was like, mmm, delicious, Bill, yeah, rabbit. Yeah. And then we have served cheese on toast. And I was like, I want to go back to Malaysia. <laughs> I always thought it was like some kind of very nichely prepared haunch of mutton. <laughs> yeah. A piece of a like a rare bit, like a rare piece. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, this is the bit just under the bum. <laughs> this is the kind of bum flank, like a kind of internal thigh, haunch, leg thing. Yeah, this is a gooch. There's only one per sheep, and it's a delicacy. It's so hard to find and cook the gooch correctly. <laughs> they call it Welsh fugu. <laughs> fugu fish is puffer fish. You have to you have to cut it exactly the right way. Or we've, you die. We've seen the Simpsons, Phil. We've seen the classic Simpsons. Simpsons. Not not everyone remembers exactly what they call. That's true. All right. Um, all right. See you soon, folks. See you on tour, guys. Bye. Bye.